The tough part. There were only five moose left in the whole world. Someone had to save them. I was someone. So was Marissa. Also our daughter, Dottie, but in a more conceptual sense. We were going to save the remaining moose. We were going to make a few moose into many moose. What the fuck else did we have to do? The important thing, according to Dottie, was to keep the moose wild. People needed to stop feeding them cokes, even though it was adorable to see a moose suction its big rubbery lips around a glass bottle and then tilt its big goofy head backward and take a swig. Pretty hilarious, actually. But people needed to stop that. They also needed to stop letting moose cool off in their swimming pools, even though it was really hot most of the time. Wicked hot, actually. The trouble was that these kinds of behaviors made moose unwild. Unwild moose got soft. Soft moose got dead. Kind of like you, says Marissa, how you got soft. She is talking to me. She is talking in her vengefully righteous, yet surprisingly sensual voice about how I gave up my unsuccessful, albeit soulful, DJing career to become a cruel, self-obsessed real estate investor feeding from the poisonous hand of capitalism. I'm the one who paid for this house, I say. Marissa pretends not to hear. Instead, she paces around our comfortable and well-equipped home, muttering about how I'm no longer the man she married, that I'm a sellout, a corporate stooge, and that the man she married would be more enthusiastic about saving the remaining moose. I'm just clarifying the situation, I say. The situation, Dottie tells us, is that moose are most threatened by people because people drive cars and moose like people, or more specifically, they like cokes and swimming pools. Are you writing this down? I am. To demonstrate my commitment to the cause, I am also now admiring the moose costume she's made. It is brown and furry with a pair of highly realistic antlers. I'm supposed to share it with Marissa, each of us getting half. Kind of like a divorce, says Marissa. Marissa was originally going to be the front half, standing upright, while I was going to be the back half of the moose, bending forward, my hands on her hips. Then she decided it would be weird to have my face near her butt all the time, even though butt stuff was never a big deal for us when we first got married, and really she's just being difficult because she thinks I got soft, having given up my unsuccessful, though soulful, DJing career, even though my new job pays for her health insurance. The health of the planet, Marissa announces on cue, is more important than our own. She gestures towards the moose costume, indicating that I should put my half on. I bulk. The plan is that Marissa and I will wear the moose costume so that we can trick the five remaining moose into thinking we are also moose. Then we will lure those five remaining moose to a peopleless wilderness in Canada. Dottie says... I would do it, but I'm four years old. That's a good point, I reply. Marissa makes her vengefully righteous, though still highly attractive face, into a scowl. Have you quit your job yet? She says. I tell her I'm planning to telecommute, though, quite frankly, I'm nervous about how exactly I will fulfill the requirements of my occupation, given the restraints of our mission. 
If you don't quit your job, says Marissa, I really will sign those divorce papers. Dottie, remember, once an animal is extinct, it never comes back. People get divorced and then remarried all the time, I say. Dottie, it's a long way to Canada and will probably take you many weeks, maybe months. Is that going to be a problem, Marissa asks me. I don't say anything. Instead, I try to think about the importance of making sure there are moose for Dottie to see in the future, that she deserves the opportunity to show these big, weird animals to her children and to her children's children and so forth. And, envisioning my descendants' future appreciation, I begin easing my body into the moose costume. My legs fill the furry brown legs, my head the furry brown head. Marissa gets in too, her legs becoming the back legs and her torso the moose belly. At last, I take a few steps forward. My back half, better half, trots along behind me, her hands grudgingly placed on either side of my waist. These antlers are quite heavy, I say. Try walking in a permanent bend, says Marissa. You're just... I pay for electricity, I say. Electricity is killing the planet, says Marissa. You look really legit, says Dottie. She claps her hands. Our first few days as a faux moose go well, mostly because Marissa and I can't talk. Talking would clue the real moose into our human identity. Instead, we grunt and gallop around, locating the five remaining moose in their current unsuitable habitats, highway medians, golf courses, wastewater marshes, then herding them in the general direction of north. There's a GPS in my fake snout. I'm not a superhero. The tough part is crossing swamps. The tough part is eating pondweed for breakfast. The tough part is eating pondweed for lunch. The tough part is secretly eating the candy bar I've hidden in my faux moose earlobe without the real moose noticing, or, more importantly, without Marissa noticing, and becoming vengefully righteous about me carrying contraband that could expose our identity and thus jeopardize the mission. The tough part is avoiding hunters. The tough part is avoiding bodegas and swimming pools where the moose might succumb to human contact. The tough part is crossing roads. The tough part is Marissa's guilt-inducing yet surprisingly sensual breath filtering forward from the back half of our moose costume. The tough part is when there is no more pondweed to eat. The tough part is crossing roads. The tough part is Marissa pinching my waist or tapping out the beat to a track I used to spin as a DJ. Tap, 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 to tap, 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 she goes, mimicking Charles B.'s lack of love. Tap, 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 to tap, tap, tap. The tough part is when the other moose try to get away from us and each other because moose are generally solitary creatures and unaccustomed to traveling in herds. This is something Dottie made sure we knew. The tough part is missing Dottie and worrying about her, but also knowing she is a highly competent four-year-old and that kids mature faster these days. And really, we're doing this for her, so that she'll be able to someday show her children the moose, albeit from a safe distance, so that the moose remain wild creatures and don't get soft. 
tap, 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 to tap, tap, tap. The tough part is when one of the moose sees a swimming pool and dashes away, and we cannot catch up to it in time, and we have to leave it behind for fear of losing all the moose, and that now, realistically, there are only four wild moose left in the world. Plus us. Maybe they won't have swimming pools in Canada. I can feel Marissa trace these words into my back later that night. Or bodegas. The tough part is when all the moose get ticks, because ticks like warm weather, and warm weather is all we get these days. The ticks latch onto the moose and suck their blood and make the moose itch. The moose starts scratching themselves. They dig their hooves against their flesh and rub themselves on trees and chain-link fences and electricity pylons, and one moose, the youngest moose, still downy-nosed and knobby-kneed, he starts scratching so hard he raises whole patches of fur. But still the ticks suck. The ticks suck so much blood from the littlest moose that his body goes from brown to white. He starts to look like a ghost, a ghost moose staggering north. Marissa and I scratch at the ticks too, but our faux fur is firmly glued on. Soon, there are only three wild moose left. Three wild itchy moose, plus us. Maybe the ticks will die when we get to Canada. Marissa presses her finger into my back, spelling out the words. The tough part is that we are actually already in Canada. But Canada, it turns out, is a lot like everywhere else, and not what we thought it would be, which is green and wild and peopleless. There are lots of people in Canada, and roads and bodegas and swimming pools. I even recognize my own real estate signs on a few parcels of land. We'll probably get there soon, Marissa presses her fingers harder, won't we? I say nothing because I can't speak for fear of the other moose knowing we're human and because I suspect that Marissa already knows what I know. The tough part is knowing. Won't we? The tough part is getting very, very tired, and seeing the other moose get very, very tired, so that one of them is too slow crossing a highway full of too fast 18-wheelers. The tough part is wanting to walk slowly into the highway myself, and starting to do so, but having Marissa plant our collective back feet and then feeling terribly sad that I can't tell the woman I love that I love her and that I'm sorry I was a coward and gave up DJing because really, what's the point in living in any way except a way that feels right and true? We stumble onward. We are all very hungry. After a while, I take out my second and last candy bar which I'd kept stowed in my other oversized earlobe. I pass it back to Marissa. Then I hold my breath, waiting to feel the angry pinch of Marissa's disappointment, but also hoping, really hoping, that she forgives me for this and every other transgression in which I've ever put myself ahead of the greater good, or in which I've ever sacrificed the future for the present. I feel no pinch. Marissa eats the candy bar. The tough part is feeling happy and sad at the same time. The tough part is continuing on. 
The tough part is wondering whether we've gone through all of Canada and past the North Pole and are now circling the globe the other way, still searching for a wild, verdant place. A safe place. A place that may not exist. The tough part is looking at the other moose and wondering whether they are even moose at all, or just other pairs of humans in moose costumes. Maybe there were never any wild moose left. Maybe we are all just people trying to show our children that we care enough about them to keep a species continuing on. The tough part is 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 continuing on.